Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso and his co-host. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. And with the living happy inside out mantra, Maura Sweeney talks about influence, leadership, and identity through her podcasts, books, e-course, Huff blog post, and as an international speaker. This ambassador of happiness joins us today to put the spotlight on our latest guest, David Fagan. Hello, Maura. Tony, thank you so much for having me here today. I'm looking forward to this interview with David. Well, great, great, great. It's going to be a good one. I am really at the edge of my seat on this as well. And I really want to thank you once again for hopping on the spotlight as a co-host. You're awesome. Thank you. And I could say the same about you. And I love this show because of the great opportunities we get to hear outside the box people talk about how they've become great in their respective fields. So Let's get on with it, yes? Great, yes. Every show's, every interview is a great adventure. And for our audience, you're listening to The Spotlight, where we focus on highlighting Hollywood stars, sports greats, and game changers. If you're a fit, we want your interview on The Spotlight. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m., so please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. And you can catch every episode of The Spotlight on my mobile app. Just go to Tony. D-U-R-S-O.com slash mobile from your smart device or cell phone. And once it loads, the past episodes of the Spotlight will automatically appear in column one. And column two is my other weekly show highlighting elite entrepreneurs called Revenue Chat. Okay. Now today we set the stage for the Spotlight to chat with the icon builder, David Fagan. And for our audience, David T. Fagan is a columnist for the Beverly Hills Times magazine and is the host of the California cable TV show, The Hollywood Entrepreneur. He's also the former CEO of Guerrilla Marketing, which sold over 23 million books in 62 languages all over the world. And he's the former owner of LCO Communications, which is a Beverly Hills PR firm that represented 38 Academy Award winners, 34 Grammy winners, and 43 New York Times bestsellers. Impressive. All right. Well, welcome to the spotlight, David. Thank you. It's great to have you on. Well, great. It's our honor to have you join us, and I really appreciate you taking the time and juggling schedules to join us today on the spotlight. Yeah, I've been looking forward to it. Well, great. David, first things first, your bio is extremely impressive. I'd like to know, the audience like to know, please, how did it all start for you? Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. I was born in Killing, Texas. <laughs> oh, no, no. I won't go, I won't go that far. Though. Okay. Well, uh, we that's know. good to know, though, that you were born. That's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, like a lot of people, you know, I had to reinvent myself. Um, and, and, and in life, uh, we, might re- we have to reinvent ourselves all the time. But I had one really big reinvention back in 2007. Uh, prior to 2007, you know, I had, I had spent the last 10 years in the uh, real estate business, the mortgage business. I owned uh, real estate franchises, brokerages. I had five offices in three states. 
uh, hundreds of people reporting to me. And, um, you know, I just kind of got caught up in that real estate shift. That's a politically correct term from uh, it all went to hell. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. I tried to get out of everything, you know, as fast as I could. And um, I really saw the shift, you know, before everybody else. But, you know, I just I just couldn't do it fast enough. I, uh, I had 26 different properties, had all those offices in all those different states. Uh, I had a lot of money in the bank. And I watched in about four months me just go through about $400,000 cash and literally have to uh, close up my businesses and uh, give houses back to banks. And, you know, I put things into storage. Um, I ended up camping out for the summer with my family which is now known as to my kids, the best summer of all time. Uh, and it's known to me and my wife as the worst summer of all time. Oh. And, uh, but I had to reinvent myself. I had to sit there and go, okay, well, you know, what do I really love doing? What am I really good at doing? You know, I like doing it. I'm good at doing it. And, uh, you know, what will people pay me to do? And I did a lot of speaking. I did a lot of marketing. I did a lot of branding. Um, you know, and that's really how I, I built the empire that I built. And so, you know, I reinvented myself and I started doing um, more uh, entrepreneur uh, related activities. I had a, t a radio show called Entrepreneur 101, and that got out to uh, several different states. Um, Infusionsoft, the software company, heard me on that radio show in about 2008, said, hey, will you come be you know, kind of the voice of Infusionsoft and speak on stage and help us, you know, build up our affiliate program. And so I did a year-long contract with Infusionsoft from 2008 to 2009. And during that time, you know, I, I got to go out and bring on big-time affiliates and joint ventures like Dan Kennedy and Joe Polish and, you know, Michael Gerber of the E-Myth and Jay Cameron Levinson of Gorilla Marketing. And so I made a lot of amazing connections and I, I made... Uh, you know, some, uh, you know, I did pretty well there uh, at that contract with Fusionsoft. It was a time in which they were just starting to really, you know, take off. And, um, you know, when that contract was up, um, Jay Conrad Levinson offered me a position to become the, the CEO of Gorilla Marketing, kind of become a kind of selling CEO, kind of come in as a rainmaker. And, you know, that's what I did. I went over to Gorilla Marketing and I wrote a book with Jay called, uh, you know, the gorilla rainmaking, the, the law of multiplication. And then I started creating all these verticals uh, for Jay, gorilla marking for women, gorilla marking for attorneys, gorilla marking for dentists. You know, I went and kind of took the chicken soup for the soul model or the dummies model or the idiots model, you know, I, you know, I started creating all these series and, and um, you know, so I spent about a year, you know, being the CEO of gorilla marketing and that opened up a lot of doors for me. And then after that, I, I bought and took over a, a Beverly Hills PR company and it was a, it was a PR company that was built by um, Michael Levine, a very famous publicist. And, um, you know, it was, it was a big deal. It was, you know, in all the news outlets and, you know, all of, uh, you know, all of the, you know, Hollywood, on, uh, the Hollywood uh, Reporter, Variety Magazine. And that kind of uh, moved me up even more into the spotlight. And, you know, people rattle off all these uh, celebrities we represent and things like that. I mean, I, I kind of bought myself a seat at the table, if you will. Uh, you know, I, I had publicists working for me that represented a lot of famous people. I mean, you know, Michael Levine was Michael Jackson's publicist to give you an idea. Um, you know, the, the kind of caliber of people, you know, when I came on board, we were still representing people like Paul Stanley of Kiss and the Trans-Siberian Orchestra on their 82 city winter tour and, um, reality TV stars that I won't 
tell you about because you'll just think less of me. But um, <laughs> you know, but we, uh, you know, we represent a lot of cool people. But you know, and I help to bring some of those people on. But you know, some of those accomplishments, you know, um, I earned through joint venturing. I earned through um, finding great mentors. You know, I earned from being willing to uh, be teachable and be humble and you know, be the students. And I think that's really kind of a a lost art. You know, if you're going to reinvent yourself, um, you've got to be, you know, flexible about the methods, you know, really passionate about the goals, but flexible about the way in which it happens. And so that's what I did with Infusionsoft. And that's what I did with Gorilla Marketing. And that's what I did, you know, taking over uh, LCO, Levine Communication Office, is a very famous, you know, Beverly Hills PR agency. And yeah, so we've had the chance to, to represent a lot of people. So, you know, how did it all begin? I, I think the life I have now really began with the breakdown before the breakthrough, which is what happens for a lot of us, right? I, I lost everything and, and, you know, it's always looking back is easier. I'm kind of glad I did because the future for me in real estate was very limited. I never would have reached the people I've reached. You know, I never would have wrote the books I've written. You know, I, you know I've traveled to Bangladesh many times and Kenya and Dubai and Bahrain and, you know, multi-city tours in Australia. And, you know, I've been all over, uh, you know, Neil Cavuto and Fox and Friends and The Five and What's Happening Now and Today Show with Matt Lauer and on and on and on. None of those things were really possible within my previous world. So, you know, it's been exciting to reinvent myself. And I've been doing pretty much the same thing since about 2008, 2009 with just a little bit of a tweak to it. And that is, you know, icon building, you know, helping people become icons in their industry, you know, helping people really leverage uh, the power of social proof and, you know, third party endorsements. And so, you know, that's that's been, you know, that's been a that's been a wild ride, I suppose. That's incredible. You just didn't reinvent yourself. You just you did it like Superman style. And I, it's, it's just absolutely amazing. You went from a complete devastation in the, whatever word you use, the, the, the housing crash, the housing shift, to be politically correct yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. And you just said, you know, boom, you just went up there so high. So many topics to talk about and ask. But one thing that is really at the very edge and forefront of my mind is your days as... CEO of Guerrilla Marketing, and I would love to hear some memorable moments of that time because, come on, selling 21 million books, 62 languages, that's phenomenal. I've got to ask for some moments in, in that career, please. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, working with Jay was was amazing. And, you know, when I went to work with Jay, you know, he was in his 70s. You know, he's passed away almost four years ago now. And, uh, you know, I was there to do his eulogy. And, you know, that man was more than just a, um, a professional mentor. I mean, he was a personal mentor to me. Uh, he was a guy who, as he made more money, he didn't work the same or work harder. You know, he worked less, you know, and uh, he got his schedule down, you know, in his 50s. And um, in the last 20 years of his life, you know, he'd work maybe three days of the week and he'd work from about 12 to 7 p.m. And, you know, he traveled the world and he helped a lot of people. And, um, that, that was very admirable to me. I mean, a lot of us uh, work junkies, um, you know, just uh, more and 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 more. And he was a guy who just really uh, had the ability to be both ambitious as well as content. 
And he was very, he was very balanced in that way. So even personally, you know, he was a mentor to me. But, you know, for those of you who don't know who Jay Levinson is, you got to understand what the Leo Burnett ad agency was and still is today. The Leo Burnett ad agency is one of the most famous uh, ad agencies of all time. And Jay Levinson worked there as the creative director. And Jay Levinson was the uh, not just the creative director of the Leo Burnett agency, but for all the biggest ads they created. So, for example, there was a company. I think it was in the 60s that came to Jay at the Leo Burnett ad agency and said, okay, we're, we're number 31 in the industry and we'd like to obviously be better at that. And right now we're mostly towards women. We want to rebrand towards mostly towards men. And so Jay, as the creative director and his team came up with a whole new brand, a whole new uh, image, uh, wording, slogans, symbols, uh, the whole thing. And, you know, a year later, they were still 31, but they really saw it getting traction and they stuck with it. I think that goes to show you that sometimes you do need to stick with it. Now, one out of every five of these sold in the world uh, is this product. And that product uh, is uh, Marlboro Man, Marlboro Cigarettes. Now, I'm not here to promote cigarettes, but my mentor, Jay Levinson, created Marlboro Man in Marlboro Country. He also created Tony's Frosted Flakes, Jolly Green Giant, Morris the Cat, Lonely Maytex Salesman, Die Hard Battery. You know, Charlie Green Giant, Pillsbury Doughboy, uh, Charlie the Tuna, you know, I mean, just, you know, on and on and on. So this was the man who I got to um, learn from. And he, he had some amazing stories that I'll definitely share with you. Those are incredible. And every single one is a household name today. Absolutely amazing. I'm going to circle back again on this topic. And I just want to thank you for sharing that memorable moment. That is fantastic. This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and Maura Sweeney joining me as co-host. Just ahead, we continue the chat with the icon builder, David T. Fagan. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. The Dream Business community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash community. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand. The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars? Sports greats? Game changers? If so, let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me at Tony at Tony, dot com, and let's see how we can help. That's Tony at Tony, dot com. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. 
My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight with the Ambassador of Happiness, Maura Sweeney, as co-host. Today's show is with the icon builder, David T. Fagan. He's regularly sought out by the media on entrepreneur education and cracking the icon code, and most recently won the award for Entrepreneur Educator of the Year from Infusionsoft. All right, and now back to the chat with David. Well, you have brought me back in time, David. I'm listening to this. And when you, first of all, I love the fact that you were willing to discuss about how this one man could have been a great mentor. And that even though you had been extremely successful in your prior career, you were willing to take direction, not only strategic direction, but also, I would say, personal direction from a giant. And I'm listening to you give these names like the Marlboro Man. I'm I'm older than you are, and I remember those days. He was like the greatest, the Marlboro Man, even for kids like me that would never smoke. So you were really at that place where you were getting the big stuff from one of the greatest people in the creative field. I guess my question coming up would be like, how have you as an individual managed to take that brilliance, let's say, from a former era where everything was about the Madison Avenue, in your case, maybe even the, you know, the, the Beverly Hills mindset of how do we create these national brands and how, what have you learned that you've moved into today's market where maybe today's listeners don't remember the Marlboro Man or even the Jolly Green Giant, but there's new things that they're keying into and rallying around. So you want to talk a little bit about your personal transition to take yesterday's brilliance and move it into today's marketing. Sure, sure. Well, you know, guerrilla marketing um, is something that's kind of become like Kleenex, right? You don't you don't say uh, tissue paper, you say Kleenex. And, uh, you know, it could be a hundred different brands, but you still kind of call it Kleenex. And, and that's what guerrilla marketing became. I mean, it really took on, you know, a life of its own. And the word guerrilla, what it means is it's the unconventional way to reach conventional goals. Guerrilla warfare, you know, guerrilla marketing, you know, guerrilla parenting, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's the unconventional way to reach conventional goals. That's what guerrilla means. So Jay was actually teaching at Berkeley and a lot of students came to him and said, hey, look, you know, what advice would you give to us small business owners and entrepreneurs and things like that? I mean, we don't have all this money to invest in multi-million dollar ad campaigns like the, the people you worked with. So he went out there to see if there was a book for them to read. He realized there wasn't one. So he wrote the book, you know, Guerrilla Marketing. And Guerrilla Marketing was all about, you know, the unconventional ways to reach conventional goals. Well, what was conventional then isn't conventional now. What was unconventional then may be conventional now. And I'll give you an example. You know, um, for a long period of time, direct mail was huge. 
And so direct mail was, you know, the lumpy mail, the original mail. I, I remember back in the late 90s, early 2000s, I, I would mail people watermelons, right? You know, for what? more green. <laughs> yeah, for more green, call David Fagan, right? You know, you want more green in your business? I mean, you, you get delivered a watermelon. I mean, that gets your attention, right? It kind of goes, you can't, you can't stick that at the bottom of the mail, okay? That's going to go on top of the desk. You know, secretary brings a watermelon back to them, it's going to get their attention. So that's, that's about being creative. That's out of, outside of the box. It doesn't necessarily take a lot of money. But as time has gone on, you know, email has gotten bigger. And, and now email is kind of falling away and, and text is huge. So the point is, is when I relate this to today, I'm still thinking gorilla. I'm still thinking unconventional. But I'm also, you know, thinking about how to uh, use what worked in the way in which it might best be delivered now. So you know, what's the packaging? What's the way you wrap your message? You've got a message to people. You can wrap it in words. You can literally wrap it in paper. You can literally wrap it in packaging. You can literally wrap it in the way it's delivered. You know, is it delivered by text or by Facebook Messenger, which has gotten really big? Um, would you wrap it in, you know, Skype? Would you, you know, how, how are you going to deliver that message? So there, there's a lot of things that really comes in there. And what's also interesting, too, is some things that go out of style uh, come back in. You know, people have gone away from direct mail, and quite honestly, I've got some you know brilliant uh, strategic partners and you know um, peers in in my world and some small masterminds where they've even gone back to direct mail because guess what? No one's really doing it anymore. You know, they can be one of the few things in the mailbox. So now um, it's almost guerrilla, if you will, <laughs> to do direct mail because. You know, everybody else has moved on uh, to other things. So that that's kind of one thing I've learned is, you know, when do you zig when everybody else is zagging? You know, and you know what is the unconventional way to reach those conventional goals? You know, how do you find those blue oceans? And I think that's something that's helped my business a lot as well. Well, David, if I could ask a follow-up, I spent some time with you a couple of years ago at a mastermind here in Tampa, and one of the words you were using back then was you got to be a disruptor. And I remember yeah. you had lots of ideas. Is there any one story you'd like to share with today's Spotlight audience about something you've done with one of your recent clients, let's say, or even a previous client that definitely could give them a flavor for that disruptive, outside-the-box, even fun idea that helped bring that candidate or that client of yours into the marketplace? Well, there's a couple of things that come to mind. Um, I'd love to tie this into, you know, getting people on television. You know, one of the things we do is we get people on television. That's probably one of the, the biggest things uh, that could help as far as in the term of social proof, proof and exposure. So, you know, one of the things that I teach people about getting on television is, is you really need three things. One, you need to be newsworthy, right? If, you, if you're thinking that you're going to go on television to, to talk about your company for like an ad, you know, they're going to send you to the ad department. You know, they want you to talk about things that are going on in the news. So you got to watch the headlines and, you know, you got to become a part of the conversation, the relevant conversation. So that's the first thing you got to do, be newsworthy. Second thing you got to do, you know, is you got to be fascinating. You know, you got to be fascinating, you got to be intriguing. They don't really want to put boring people on television, you know. So can you argue your point well? Are you passionate about what you believe? Um, you know, do you, uh, do you speak with, with conviction or are you boring and slow and monotone? And You know, uh, they don't want that. And then the third thing is, you know, are you seen as the expert? You know, have you written the book? Do you have the testimonials? Do you speak on stages? Have you won the awards? Do you have the degrees? 
you know, but if you can line up those three things, um, it'll really help. And then there's, there's a fourth strategy that's kind of a bonus that really answers your question. And that is, you know, how do you really disrupt? Well, when it comes to television, you want to take one of your beliefs and then find the most controversial version of that belief and share it. So for example, you know, a campaign that I personally did a few years back is people said, well, David, you know, yeah, you get on TV and you get all these clients on TV, but you know, you've already got all these things going, you know, what if it was a new area or a new industry or a, just something new, you know, could you really do it? And so I decided, well, you know, I would do something different that I could use as an example. So I created um, a thing called Gorilla Parenting. And I started doing a lot of teen entrepreneur events and I had a lot of fun doing that. Well, I pitched Fox News, uh, a bunch of pitches. And one of the pitches that I pitched them was, I took one of my beliefs was college isn't for everyone. And I turned it into the most controversial version I could think of. And that was college kids should drop out and high school kids, you know, there's some high school kids that should probably even drop out. And, you know, college isn't for everyone. And I haven't saved one penny for my college's kids education. I refuse to pay for my kids to go to college and colleges are just big businesses. And so I came up with these controversial things. And so we shared those controversial things with, with Fox at the right time when everybody was going back to school and parents were writing big checks. And the producer called me up and said, hey, do you really believe this? Are, are you serious? You got all these kids and you got all this money and, and really you haven't saved one penny. I'm like, no, I haven't saved one penny. Are you serious? You refuse to pay. I'm like, yeah, you know, I take my kids out of school from time to time. Really? Seriously, you, you'd go on TV and say all that. So we had this conversation. So sure enough, they said, well, we're going to have you on. We'll put you on Fox and Friends and, and let, let's have you do an interview there. And so I went over to my designer and I said, hey, make this book cover for me. Gorilla Parenting, right? How to raise an entrepreneur, you know, how to, how to foster self-reliance. So we made the book cover and uh, turned it in the next day and said, hey, you know, you should put this up. You know, and I told him I was writing a book about these things. And like, really, you're going to publish all this stuff in this book? Absolutely. So we went on Fox News and they challenged me and they showed the book cover. Well, that day, my book became a bestseller and I hadn't even written one word of the book. I didn't even have a back cover to the book. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even know what one chapter would be, when, what outline would be, one thing would be. So, you know, I took the ability of newsworthy, right? It's, it was a hot topic at the right time. I took my ability to be fascinating. I've, you know, I've got eight kids and, you know, I do a lot of young entrepreneur stuff. And then I took my ability as an expert, right? I was a former CEO of Gorilla Marketing. I'm going to write a book called Gorilla Parenting. I've got the kids. I do all these youth entrepreneur things. You know, I've won all these awards. So, you know, and I, I took controversial version of, of a belief. I mean, I think everybody knows that college isn't for everyone, but I, I made it sound more controversial. And so, you know, I got on television and that campaign created a best-selling book that I hadn't even, that I hadn't even written. Now I, now I had to write it. So I think that's a great <laughs> example of, uh, of a campaign and all that. Pretty good, right? I would say that qualifies. What about you, Tony? <laughs> I'm so impressive. I just love the gorilla mindset. Just so amazing. And FYI, I've written three books on sales and marketing, and this is just such a whole nother world. I am just eating this up like a kid having a hot fudge banana split. This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and Maura Sweeney as co-host. Just ahead, we're going to find out more from the icon builder, David T. Fagan. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. 
Is it true that a majority of new businesses fail? Check this out. In order to have a successful growing business, there are some vital points that you must know. You must have worked them out thoroughly. They must be synchronized with each other and all employees, consultants, and companies that you depend on must know these items and be in agreement with them if your new business is to meet with a high percentage of success. Get it free. The Vision Map. Beat the odds for business success at TonyDurso.com slash vision. Learn how to establish your vision, purpose, long-term objective, and master plan, including strategic and tactical planning. Get the Vision Map. Beat the odds for business success at TonyDurso.com slash vision. V-I-S-I-O-N. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand. The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, game changers? If so, let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me at Tony at TonyDurso.com and let's see how we can help. That's Tony at TonyDurso.com. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight with the ambassador of happiness, Maura Sweeney, as co-host. Today's show is with the icon builder, David T. Fagan. He's a best-selling author and an international speaker in places as far away as Bangladesh and Australia. He's shared the stage with everyone from former Secretary of Defense, Dr. Bob Gates, to Mark Victor Hansen. All right, back to the chat with David. David, we've talked little pieces here and there, and I want to check. You've once talked about having a person or a company or a brand having a marketing universe. Have you hit upon that just yet or is there something more to say about that please yeah i, I believe that you do want your own marketing universe you, know, you want your own you know solar system your own icon solar system but to really understand that you, you have to understand that 
where I focus most of my efforts these days and for the last four or five years is really with people that are in the advice business. And what I help these people understand is that, you know, they're selling themselves more than anything else. So I ask them a question, you know, do you make money off the advice you give? You know, are you an author? Are you a speaker? Are you a coach? Are you a trainer? Right? Are you a doctor, a dentist, an attorney, a CPA, a plastic surgeon, you know, high-end real estate professional? You know, if you are, you're in the advice business and you are making more money off your advice than anything else. And people are buying you more than they're buying anything else. And if they're buying you more than anything else, then it's really important to, to package yourself. And so these are the people that I'm really focusing on. So when I say, you know, uh, an icon solar system, your own marketing universe, I'm talking about you as an individual. You know, do you have um, websites and traditional media and social media and awards and books and, you know, testimonials and endorsements? There's all these things you know, that you want to have. And when I kind of show the infographic, uh, websites is the sun in your marketing universe. And sometimes people will debate that, you know, like, David, you're telling me it's better for me to have a website than to be on television. And, and the answer is yes, because if I go pitch you to the media, you know, if I call up, you know, Neil Cavuto, I've been on a show, I talk to his producer, what's one of the very first things they're going to do if I tell them about you? Well, they're going to Google you. And what are you, what are they going to find? You know, now if you're, you're Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie, you know, no one's going to Google you, you know, but if you're most people in most places, you know, they're going to Google you and they're going to see, you know, what do you have online and what does that look like? And does that uh, make you look like a huckster? Does that make you look like uh, a lot of hype and salesy or do you look sophisticated and understated and, you know, do you look like uh, an expert, you know? And so there's some things that you want to do there. But yeah, um, social media is planet Earth because that's where everybody lives nowadays. Um, probably the closest thing to the sun, Mercury, is writing a book. I mean, there's just something magical about writing a book. And I won't go through the whole thing. But yeah, you know, as an individual, you should have um, that marketing uh, universe. And there's actually 12 things that I believe really qualify you to be what I call a celebrity expert, which is just another way to become an icon in your industry. But there's 12 accomplishments that you want to have, and you don't even have to have all 12, but that also plays a big role kind of in that, that marketing universe. I got you. I presume those 12 steps are 12 steps to actually build or make someone into an icon. And I'd like to know, can you really take a person and make them an icon? <clears throat> or for that matter, can you really take a person and make them famous? Well, first, I would have to say that they're not 12 steps. They're 12 accomplishments. For example, uh, let me just run through them really quickly here. Just ask yourself these questions. Do you have testimonials and endorsements? That would be an accomplishment that might make you a celebrity expert. Do you have testimonials and endorsements from celebrities? Have you been interviewed and celebrated in the media? Do you have before and after pictures? You know, maybe you're in real estate and you got these, the house before it was fixed up and after it fixed up what you sold. Or maybe you're in the fitness industry and you have somebody that's overweight and out of shape and low energy and unhappy. And then you got this, this other picture, you know, having those pictures helps, you know, buying and running a successful company, serving on board of advisors, a board of directors, speaking to large and influential groups, nationally, internationally, publishing a good book with measurable results, uh, having your own media. You know, you've got your own media here, Tony. It's impressive. Large list, database. Uh, you've won awards. You've got to customize education or degrees or certificates. If you've got any of those 12 things and the more of those 12 things you have, you really qualify to be what's called a celebrity expert. And the more of those things you have, yeah, you do become an icon in your industry. And so can you make somebody one of those things? Well, yeah, I can go out there and, 
and train them how to get testimonials and endorsements and how to do all these other things. And, you know, it's not, it's not hard to do, um, but it does take work and it does take time and it does take a certain amount of awareness. Most people, they're just not even really aware what's going on around them. And so they don't know how to take advantage of those opportunities as they're passing them by. That's impressive. That's amazing. I love it. I am a totally sync with that. Brilliant. Thank you. Well, Tony, thanks for sending it over my way because, David, as I'm listening to the last remark you made, this is what I'm thinking of. This is where having a firm like yours separates maybe the kids from the adults in that fact that maybe people are working real hard. They're doing things, but they're not thinking about themselves as this universal, iconic personality who really wants to be able to garner the attention, the impact, and the respect from those around them. So what would be some advice you would give to someone who's been working hard in terms of getting to the next level and why is a firm like yours a good thing to have? The celebrities I've worked with, it can be a little misleading. Like if I work with Paul Stanley of Kiss, he's not working with me to book his tour. You know, he, you know they've got that all figured out. You know, where the celebrities come to me is they realize they have a brand that can be monetized in multiple ways. So like, you know, Paul and Gene, you know, they, they write a book, you know, Paul and Gene, you know, they, they opened up a restaurant, the rock and brew restaurant. We did PR for that. And, um, you know, so there are these ways. So, you know, one of the taglines of my business is we make business people celebrities and we make celebrities business people. And so I think, you know, if you're, you're trying to decide, um, the men from the boys and when to get started, you know, ask yourself, first of all, you know, are you in the advice business? You know, do you make money off the advice you give? You know, is, are you selling you more than you're selling anything else? If you are, then you need to start figuring out these accomplishments. As far as, you know, a sophisticated firm like mine versus somebody who woke up one morning and said, hey, I'm a marketer, let me market you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's some questions that you can even ask. You know, uh, like I'll give you just one example here. You know, if you're going to interview uh, a PR company, um, one question you should ask is, how are you going to find me media to be featured in? And if they say to you, well, I've got a lot of connections, that's a bad sign. It's not the end of the world. It's just a bad sign. And what I mean by that is because in the PR world, there is places like Haro, help a reporter out. That's a decent resource. But then there's something even bigger than that. And it's called Scission. C-I-S-I-O-N. Cision is the industry standard publicity firm software. And it costs a lot of money. I mean, you could spend thousands and tens of thousands of dollars a year on Cision. But Cision is constantly updated with every producer's number, every editor's number. You know, someone says, hey, do you got Oprah's producer number? Well, yeah, I mean, do I technically have it. I could I could pull it up right now. Now, does that mean they're going to take my call? Well, no, but at least I have the number. You know, I, I at least know who to pitch. I, I, can, I can go to work on subject lines and topics and, you know, whatever. So what I have found is um, if you want to kind of weed out people really quick just for a PR company, you know, how are they doing that? You know, are they playing big enough that they have the resources that they've invested as that industry software? Now, um, you know, that's a, that's a fast way to kind of cheat the whole system and just find out where they're at right there. If they've never even heard of Scission, then that's a whole different story. So just to kind of paint a picture here, you know, the publicists that have worked for me, like they went to school to be a publicist. 
you know, and, uh, you know, they use industry software that we spend a lot of money on. So this is, a, once again, this isn't, um, you know, I woke up and said, well, I'm going to call myself a publicist and, and nobody can stop me. This is, you know, there's a lot of training and time and, and knowledge that went into it. So, yeah, if you're trying to figure out who should I work with, I guess just kind of figure out what's your business worth. You know, if your business is worth thousands and tens of thousands, then you're going to want to do a lot of things yourself. And that's what guerrilla marketing is all about. You know, do it yourself. And a lot of my events, I teach people how to do it themselves. But there's going to come a certain point in time where your time is more valuable and you have more money than you have time. And then you're going to want to go out and really get somebody on your side uh, that can open those doors. You know, if you don't know how to swing a bat, well, then I, it, you know, it doesn't really matter if you're getting up, up on the plate at all anyways. But, you know, if you can hit a home run, you know, get someone to put you on, you know, get someone to put you up. And, you know, that's kind of that's kind of where I come in uh, to play. And what's kind of sad and unfortunate is um, people will come to me and they'll say, David, I got this YouTube video and it got two million views. And how do I make money on that? And unfortunately, <laughs> my advice has to be. Well, first of all, what you're going to do is you're going to build a time machine and you're going to go back into time before you made that video and you're going to create all these things, websites to capture the tribe. You know, obviously that's uh, um, uh, not really what they want to hear, but so many times once that lightning has struck with that viral video or your big moment or your big interview, like for example, what if I would have went on Fox News and talked about Gorilla Parenting but had no book cover? had no book up on Amazon. What if I had nothing there? Um, that would have been nowhere as impactful as me being able to put up the book cover and giving those people somewhere to go to get more of me in their life. When people like you, they're going to say, how do I get more of this person in my life? So you got to have the bait, but you got to have the net. I can take you fishing all day long, but if you got a really small net, what are we going to catch? So there's a lot of preparation and planning that comes with a firm like mine so that we're not just taking you out there, but we can get we can take advantage of what comes our way. Excellent. That makes perfect sense. And that was the that was kind of where I was going because a lot of people are hard workers, but they may not have the savvy, the business savvy, and the marketing savvy to say, "I need these yeah. extra elements." Yeah. Can I can I just comment on that for a second? <laughs> you know, one of one of the big things I speak on, and one of the my favorite chapters in my book. Uh, sometimes I'll even say, "Read this chapter first when I hand someone a book." It's what I call the humility myth. There's this myth out there that, that being humble, uh, you know, I'm a good person. You know, if I just, I'm really good at what I do and, and good people, they don't really talk about themselves. And so if I just keep being a good person, you know, someday I'm going to be discovered. Well, that's, that's just a myth. You know, that's just, you're really misunderstanding uh, maybe some Christian values. Maybe you're misunderstanding some good person values here. Let me just ask you a question, Mara. Who makes more money? The best real estate agent or the best marketed real estate agent? And of course, you know? the answers imply yeah, the best yeah. marketing. That's yeah, it. It's I mean, a perception. Oftentimes, it's perception. Tony, yeah, what, it- what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and Maura Sweeney as co host. Just ahead, David shares more insights and his contact info. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Are you the right fit? 
We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand. The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, game changers? If so, let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me at Tony at Tony D-U-R-S-O dot com and let's see how we can help. That's Tony at Tony D-U-R-S-O dot com. The Dream Business Community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at Tony D-U-R-S-O dot com slash community. Is it true that a majority of new businesses fail? Check this out. In order to have a successful growing business, there are some vital points that you must know. You must have worked them out thoroughly. They must be synchronized with each other and all employees, consultants, and companies that you depend on must know these items and be in agreement with them if your new business is to meet with a high percentage of success. Get it free. The Vision Map, Beat the Odds for Business Success at TonyDURSO.com slash vision. Learn how to establish your vision, purpose, long-term objective, and master plan, including strategic and tactical planning. Get the Vision Map, Beat the Odds for Business Success at TonyDURSO.com slash vision, V-I-S-I-O-N. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDURSO.com. Now, back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight with the Ambassador of Happiness, Maura Sweeney, as co-host. Today's show is with the icon builder, David T. Fagan. He's recently been featured on Fox and Friends, The Today Show with Matt Lauer, The Washington Post, Forbes, Investors Business Daily, Your World with Neil Cavuto, Fox's The Five, and What's Happening Now. All right, and now back to the chat. Brilliant. I, I love it. it. It reminds me of a couple years ago, I saw you speak at a, a very influential gathering, and you talked about how a person could have all his skills and he, his cover, he's in a, your analogy was he's in a brown paper bag and you talked about right. putting him in a brown, from a brown paper bag, taking that person and putting him in a Tiffany box. It's just, the person's brilliant. The person has all these skills, but it's just a matter of the packaging. And it was, it was so well etched in my mind on that Tiffany box. It was very cool. And that's what I kind of think of. It's all, it's all a, a part of the marketing process and those 12 steps of accomplishment that you had mentioned. And I know that you teach people, David, and also, I think I may have mentioned it, you recently won the award for Entrepreneur Educator of the Year from Infusionsoft, which is amazing. I'd like to know, how do you educate entrepreneurs and what that process is all about, please? Well, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs... You know, they they really are the face of their business. You know, we're in a day and age where 
uh, as individuals, we don't really want to work with big companies. We will work with big companies. And, you know, a lot of times um, the cheapest price still wins. But as a rule of thumb, uh, you know, reality television is successful because we would rather have uh, idiots who are at least authentic than have somebody really, really well groomed who is pretending to be somebody that there isn't. You know, social media is big because we care about the individual. We care about authenticity. And those have always been somewhat American values. You know, there are other countries that are more about the team. They're more about the group. They're more about the company. But here, you know, we're really about the individual. So your best chance to grow your business fast, especially when you're getting started, is to share who you are and what you're about and what you stand for. Um, what your story is, what do you value? And um, so, you know, what I'm educating is if you're going to talk about yourself, um, this is the way in which you should talk about yourself. And there's really this important question you have to understand uh, that I want every entrepreneur to understand is that when somebody comes up to you, either subconsciously or consciously, they've got a question for you. And it's just a two word question. They may, they may even say the question out loud. But even if they don't say it out loud, they're thinking it in their mind. I guarantee it. I've proved it time and time again. The two-word question is simply this. Why you? Why you and not somebody else? Why you and not something else? Why you and not nothing else at all? You have to have a very powerful answer to the question, why you? So I spend a lot of time talking to entrepreneurs about, you know, what's your answer to that question? And, and I love it when people ask me that question, you know, why me? You know, I'm the former CEO of Gorilla Marketing. You know, I write a column for the Beverly Hills Times Magazine. Yeah, I do that cable TV show. I, I won that award you just talked about. And I can go on and on and on. You know, I got, a, I got a client who gave me a Lexus and I got a really cool video with a red bow on it and things like that. And, you know, I mean, that's why me. You know, I can literally create an unfair advantage over the competition. And I think that might even be the problem is, you know, people have misunderstood competition versus collaboration. There's this, again, this political correctness, especially out here in California. It's like we're all supposed to be hugging and holding hands and singing Kumbaya, but it's okay to compete. What's not okay is to tear other people down, but it's okay for you to say, why you? And so I spent a lot of time talking to entrepreneurs about how your book says, why you, you know, being a published author, you know, by having media says, why you, you know, by winning awards says, why you, by having happy clients and testimonials says, why you. And um, those why you questions and answers uh, is a very fast way to get people results. And I think Infusionsoft, you know, recognize uh, that. And, um, you know, uh, that's kind of a, a mission of mine is to get people over the humility myth, get people into the Tiffany box, get people comfortable with ask, answering the question, why you? And really seeing um, a lot of opportunities in business roll in because they become very on purpose in those ways. I love it. That's great. Thanks. I was going to ask you about that two-word question, and you just brought that in. Now I understand, and it makes perfect sense. And we don't have to ask you anymore why you. <laughs> we know your accomplishments. For our audience, we have you know a mixture. There's entrepreneurs, business owners. There's people that want to aspire to greater things. So maybe this question is sort of like going to be in two parts. I'd like to know for those that really want to be great in business, what advice can you give them, but also part of our audience, they want to be, I'll put it in quotes, great, famous, more well-known. How would you advise, what would you say would be the best advice for them to build up their iconic image? Well, I would go back to the 12 accomplishments, you know, that I listed out before, you know, really, really work on those, get those. Um, I won't repeat them again, but I think in general, 
the best advice I would give you is, is two things. First of all, you got to become a really brilliant decision maker. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's a lot of knowledge out there. You know, you can go on the computer, you can find anything you want, but knowledge does not teach men to be wise. That's a Herculetus quote that I find to be very true. Um, we want wisdom. You know, there's an expression, knowledge is power. Knowledge isn't power. Knowledge is not power. Wisdom is power. Knowledge is just knowledge. You know, we really have to be in search of, of wisdom and to be a brilliant decision maker, you know, at any given time, what truth has the greatest value. You know, I spend a lot of time sitting around with my, with my team, with other people. And essentially we're just, we're looking at more than one right thing. Well, this could be a good thing to do. And that could be a good thing to do. Well, which one is the best thing to do? Which truth has the greatest value? People like Oprah and, you know, the late Steve Jobs. These people have been in multiple industries, multiple years, multiple decades, multiple economies, uh, multiple products, multiple services, and they seem to always come out ahead. Why? Because they are brilliant decision makers. When they have options in front of them, they seem to always have the ability to pick the most right things most of the time. Now, they don't always get it right, but they get it right. So, you know, you really want to dedicate a certain part of your life to chasing wisdom and, and growing as an individual. And um, the second one uh, that will really help you with the first one is you got to surround yourself with people that bring out the best in you. Um, there's an expression that's probably thrown around a little too much, a little too easily. Um, but, you know, you are the average success. Some people say income, some people say net worth, but I'm going to say success. You are the average success of the five closest people, you know, in your life. Um, you know, a lot of us have friends and family members that, you know, they don't they don't see us the way we we should be seen um you know um we have a, a lot of people who um kind of suck the life out of us they're more leaners than lifters and you know if you really want to get somewhere i think you got to find people jay conrad jay conrad levinson changed my life michael levine changed my life and i and i could go on and on infusion soft you know is scott and Clay, you know, they changed my life, you know, these people getting them into my life and, you know, not being the smartest guy in the room, be willing to not be the smartest guy in the room. Some people have too much of an ego and they want to, you know, talk, <laughs> you know, big and, and uh, feel that buzz when everybody's listening to you. But there has to be a period in time when you're surrounding yourself with, with mentors, uh, coaches, advisors who are smarter than you and have been where you want to be and who are there to, to lift you up. Just brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing all that. I just love it. I'm soaking it up. And I hope that our audience just really listens to this again and again. So much great information in this. Maura, could you give us a closing comment and then ask him for his contact info, please? Oh, I feel the same way you do, Tony. David, you know what? I looked at the clock and I thought, wow, this interview has gone by so quickly. I want to thank you because not only did I spend that day with you, but I'm seeing you again. You're very authentic. You're very easy to know. And I appreciate you sharing all this good stuff with all of us. I know it's it'll be very well received uh, with the greater audience. So in the meantime, speaking of you being in the spotlight, where can our audience reach you? Um, best thing to do is to go through my website, iconcoach.com, you know, just as far as getting a lot of information. Um, I will also uh, give out an email, david at davidtfagan.com, which goes to me and to my team. They help me kind of monitor that and make sure no one falls through the cracks. So david at davidtfagan.com. 
Um, and then, you know, Tony, I always like to do some kind of free gift. Um, so, you know, I really wanted to do something for you. You know, I've done a lot of eBooks and things like that. I really wanted to come up with something to be more powerful than that. So here, here's what I did. Um, I have a video vault of a lot of my presentations. I do weekly web classes, you know. So if you like this, I, I do content like this and I, I stick it in my video vault and I typically only make it available to my clients. It's kind of a secret link, but I'm going to give that secret link on this call unless you tell me I shouldn't do that. Oh, please, please. I'd love it. I think our audience would love it. Okay. And, and, you know, I'm going to take that and share it to my extended and extensive social media well, network. So well, it's your, going to so be your fault. If you give it to us, it's on you. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I would, I would ask, we wouldn't sell it, share it publicly anywhere. If it goes oh. just through this and I can okay. track that, that'd be fine. But I wouldn't want it to be like a Facebook post or whatever. You know, my clients have spent a lot of money and this is one of the things that they get. And I, I want to, I want to kind of honor that, but you know, the people who get it through here is, is fine, but I wouldn't want it to kind of go, go viral. Is that okay? No problem. I respect that. Okay. And it'll just be for this audience only. We, yeah, we so, thank you so very much for that. No problem. So it's iconcoach.com forward slash icon calls, C-A-L-L-S, plural, iconcoach.com forward slash icon calls. If you go there, you'll see a bunch of videos and I, I take some down after a while and I'll put up new ones and you know, I've just learned that if I give it too much to everyone or if I leave them up there forever, people don't take it seriously. So I, I'll delete them from time to time. I'll add new ones. Um, but I've got web classes up there for, you know, how to write a book, how to market a book, how to design a presentation, how to be speaker ready, checklists and kits, you know, and the eight different types of websites and the top two that you need and how to get testimonials. I mean, I just got a ton of really, really good stuff in there. So anybody who listens to this, you can get into that vault. I may change that. So if you go there and it doesn't work later on, or if you go in there and there's like two things in there, you might go in there, there's 20 things in there. It changes all the time. But I wanted to give you that free gift. So I would check it out sooner rather than later. But these are 30 minute to 75 minute full on PowerPoint teaching presentations on how, you know, do it yourself PR, how to be your own publicist, um, you know, cracking the icon code, how to be a high paid celebrity expert. So it's, it's really good stuff. David, thank you so much on behalf of everyone in our audience for offering that and making it available. I am going to be one of your top students on that as well. <laughs> it's <Good. laughs> just a, it's like being a kid in a candy store. Do you want the hot fudge sundae or do you want the gummy beers <laughs> over here? It's like, ah! <laughs> so thank yeah. you. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you right. for having me on. Yep. It was such an amazing interview, everyone, with icon and entrepreneur master, the icon builder, David T. Fagan. And thank you once again, David. Thank you for sharing all this with us. Just absolutely love it. Thank you. And Maura, once again, thank you for being such a great host. And we look forward to your shining light of happiness on another episode of The Spotlight. <laughs> My pleasure. And thanks again for having me here. Well, great. And to our Spotlight audience, thanks again. It's our honor to have you listen. All right, everyone. Keep your focus on success. And we'll see you next on The Spotlight. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and his special VIP co-host. 
Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.